Have you ever wondered why your English sounds so strange to native English speakers? Well, in today's English lesson, I'm going to teach you what textbook English sounds like versus natural English. So maybe this lesson will help you expand your English vocabulary so you can feel more comfortable speaking with native English speakers. Let's get started. Since they were mean and harsh to you, you should treat them in the same way. You've gotta fight fire with fire. This English phrase, to fight fire with fire, is super useful when you have someone that's being mean or rude and you just figure out that being kind to them or being gentle with them will not help the situation, so you need to be rude as well. When I worked in customer service, sometimes you would just have to fight fire with fire. This means that if the customer was being rude, you'd say, hey, listen to me, stop talking to me like that. This is not the most kind way to talk to them, but sometimes people just don't respond to you being kind. So to fight fire with fire means to do the exact same thing to a person that's being mean to you or to a person that's your enemy. I'm going to take a guess, but I really don't know. I'll take a shot in the dark. A lot of times as language learners, we just have to take a shot in the dark when it comes to knowing what things mean. So a shot in the dark is like shooting a gun in the dark. You don't know if you're going to hit what you wanted to hit. If you take a guess with really no information to base your guess on, you can say, I've taken a shot in the dark. This means I've tried even though I know I don't have much of a chance. Much like taking a real shot in the dark. We often use this phrase in the past tense. We say, well, I just took a shot in the dark. I had no idea how this would turn out. The judge punished him as much as the law allowed him to. They threw the book at him. If you like to watch any sort of television show, especially American television shows that are based on crime or punishment or police dramas, you might hear the phrase to throw the book at someone. To throw the book at someone means to punish them to the fullest extent. So this would be a very bad thing if someone threw the book at you. Not literally throw a book at you, but just to punish you to the fullest extent of the law. We sometimes use this in a joking way, maybe if you're in school or if you have a child and the child says, well, what's my punishment? I could say, I'm gonna throw the book at you. This means I'm going to punish you as much as possible. I'm going to make you do chores for two weeks or I'm going to take your phone away or whatever. So it could be used in a joking manner as well, but this is mainly used in the courtroom. It's a very informal phrase, but it's used very commonly and almost all Americans would know what you're saying if you say you're going to throw the book at someone or they're going to get the book thrown at them. We are very friendly, come talk to us. Hey, we won't bite. Have you ever heard an English speaker say that they won't bite? This sounds incredibly strange, but it's a fun kind of playful phrase to mean that we will be friendly or I will be friendly. If I say, hey, I don't bite, come sit over here. This means I'm friendly. It's like saying you have a dog and many people will say, my dog doesn't bite, you can pet him. You can come sit with me, I won't bite. So it's a playful phrase used to mean that we are social, we are friendly, come over here and join us. I really like this, it's very convenient. It's the best thing since sliced bread. 
You might have heard this idiom before, but you probably didn't know what it means because this idiom does not translate to any language, I don't think at least. If you say that something is the best thing since sliced bread, you mean it's awesome, it's really convenient. Um, sliced bread, of course, is used for making sandwiches, and Americans love to eat sandwiches. Some people eat a sandwich about every day for lunch, so if you say it's the best thing since sliced bread, it means that it's very convenient, it's a good invention, I really like it. It's a super positive phrase. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I feel a lot of pressure right now. I really feel under the gun. Take a guess at what it means to do something under the gun. Did you say that it means to do something very quickly or under a lot of pressure? You are correct. So if you do something under the gun, it doesn't literally mean that someone is forcing you to do it, but you just feel a lot of pressure in the situation. So at American universities, when you take a course, usually you have homework grades and tests throughout the whole semester. And then at the end, you have one big final test that's worth a large portion of your grade. So if you do kind of poorly throughout the course, you might be under the gun to do well on the final exam. This means you might have a lot of pressure to do well so that you can get a good grade. So being under the gun just means having a lot of pressure. She gets very stressed out very easily. She is just wound too tight. So you need to be careful with this next English phrase. If you tell someone that they are wound too tight, it means that they get angry, stressed out, or nervous too easily. Or sometimes it can just mean that they're too strict. So before with my kids, you know, I try to limit their sugar, I try to limit their screen time, um, I make them wear bike helmets. Someone might say, you are just wound too tight. And I would take extreme offense to this. I would say, I am just a caring mother. But some people might see it as just stressing out too much. So if you say that someone is wound too tight, it means they're stressed out, they're ready to be angry or nervous at any time. They are from a poor neighborhood. They live on the wrong side of the tracks. This next phrase most Americans would know, but it is a bit discriminatory to people who have less money. It's very classist. If you say that someone is from the wrong side of the tracks, it means they're from the wrong neighborhood. They're from a poorer neighborhood. Of course, you can also use this phrase to just say that you are in a sketchy area of a city. You could say, I was really on the wrong side of the tracks. This maybe means that there was a lot of crime going around, you didn't feel super safe. So in the United States, this, this phrase is pretty popular to say that someone is from the wrong side of the tracks or you were on the wrong side of the tracks. This is like imaginary railroad tracks separate the town from the good side to the bad side. So I don't know how I feel about this phrase, but I do think that you should know exactly what it means because you might see it come up in American television or American movies. She wanted to do this very secretly. 
To do something under the radar means to do it very secretly or very quietly. So you could say, oh, I just want to do this under the radar. It means that a lot of people won't find out what you're doing. Or sometimes celebrities, they like to go get coffee or they like to go to a movie or they like to do their own grocery shopping, but they try to stay under the radar. So they'll put on a baseball cap and they'll, you know, put sunglasses on so that nobody recognizes them. So if you do something under the radar, this is a super popular idiom to say that you do it quietly without a lot of attention and almost in a secret way. The restaurant is so good, people have just been telling each other about it. The restaurant is so good, people are talking about it. It's spreading word of mouth. So many times, American businesses, they won't officially advertise something. They'll just have word of mouth spread their idea or they'll spread their business that way. So if you say that something is spread by word of mouth, it just means that people have told each other about it. It means that there's no official message. It hasn't been emailed. It hasn't been advertised online or on TV. It's just spread by word of mouth. So if something is very good, especially a restaurant, people will start talking about it and it will become popular by word of mouth. Thank you guys so much for watching this English lesson with me. My name's Kayla. I'm an American English teacher. Make sure to subscribe for more English lessons just like this one and watch the next two on screen. They'll really help you understand how native English speakers talk in their conversations. I'll see you guys in the next lesson. Bye.